The time now is 22 minutes after 11 and it's time for us to get into the closet. Shut the door, open the closet and make sure that no one under the age of 18 is tuned in because it's about to get steamy. Let me remind you that you can now WhatsApp 0614-104-107 or call on 0891-104-207. We are going to be talking to the handsome. In fact, let me introduce him. He is handsome. He is good looking. He is intelligent. He is sexy too. The voice is sexy at least. And that is a Dr. Tavan Nkwanyana, independent medical practitioner with interest in human rights, ethics and social sciences. And we are talking Polygamy and polyandry. Hi, sexy dog. And beautiful puppy people. Good evening, Patricia. <laughs> and to all the 18 months, we have missed you so much. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. I can actually hear you blushing. <laughs> I always blush. You always make the blush. <laughs> well, get over it. Get over it. It's something you need to get used to. Listen, this issue of a polyandry and polygamy is so fashionable these days. We thought it was an ancient concept, but all of a sudden it's trending. Could you please, firstly, let, let's 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 define uh, polyandry and polygamy and the other polys that exist. <laughs> Okay, there are many, uh, as you as you suggest. So uh, basically, if you look at the polygamy, uh, again, we'll try and separate uh, uh, where polygamy is more marriage to multiple partners. Uh, then you've got polygyny, where it's actually more what we think is currently uh, defined as polygamy, uh, where male or a man is married to multiple wives or females. And then you've got polyandry, which is very rare, where maybe a, a woman is married to uh, many or multiple men. And then there's also other concepts, such as polyamory, where is more of a relationships or the desire to be involved with uh, multiple partners rather than marrying them. So we will look at those distinctions into, into those polys where uh, a person might prefer uh, many mating partners, uh, but maybe not marry them, but somebody might prefer to marry multiple or mate, uh, mate, mating partners. So those are the differences. And then we'll perhaps just look at uh, the brief history uh, and also maybe just in terms of the pros and cons that uh, are there, if any. You know what? Let's start with those who would prefer, and I like the way you put it, um, uh, multiple partners but not want to marry them. Let's talk about that particular party. Yeah. So, again, uh, uh, we're not uh, looking in terms of uh, the right or wrong, but we're just looking at perhaps uh, maybe why these things happen and uh, why people have uh, different preferences. Uh, and if you look, uh, just go back in history, uh, particularly in the maybe the African history and maybe the more Middle Eastern or uh, Eastern history, as opposed to the worst, you will notice that uh, uh, the monogamous relationships, which is now one man, one woman, or one man, one uh, or one person, one, one partner kind of relationship, it's quite new and it's influenced by a lot of uh, civilization 
and uh, what you will perhaps say is in in cultures and the influence of the West. So you will notice that uh, in Africa, for instance, or in other uh, certain uh, parts of uh, of the world, uh, polygamy was actually more common. Uh, although in other places it is a bit fading, in other areas it is rising, but there's always going to be those uh, things that influence it. For instance, uh, the men that wanted to dominate the society in terms of uh, uh, power, in terms of the social status, how for them it worked in terms of uh, having many women or wives uh, as to promote that dominance that they might want to have. Or in certain circumstances where you've got uh, maybe minority uh, societies where they have thought of uh, polygamy as a way of trying to fast-track or to uh, populate their own, uh, say, threatened or, or species, so to speak. Uh, and then they looked at uh, polygamy as a way to kind of propagate and and make their population grow faster. Because then if you think of a one man uh, with many women, and if the target is to increase the population, then that's the fastest way of doing it. Uh, but again, it will, we, there's uh, many aspects to it. And uh, in our setting, for instance, it could just be also categorized as a greed for some people might look at it as a greed to say some people just do it because they can and they can afford to have more women but uh, in other circumstances there's that subconscious uh, perhaps uh, reason why most people do it and in other maybe rare circumstances it could just be lack of satisfaction with uh, one partner uh, which for so, for most people might actually find that uh, they might be strongly opposed to monogamous uh, relationships and finding it to be perhaps unnatural that in nature maybe polygamy is more acceptable for them than monogamy, which might be looked at as maybe a new concept rather than what occurs in nature. But now when it comes to polyamory, if I'm uh, pronouncing it correctly, um, you find instances where a woman would have two uh, partners, uh, two male partners, and everyone is in agreement and everyone is in harmony and people are just happy. What happens in the psyche? Because obviously we are looking at, at society as well and, 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 and tradition and the way we grew up. What happens in the psyche of a person who decides to enter into such a relationship? Yeah, so I think the big uh, thing that uh, most people have to learn perhaps to deal with if they decide to be in such a kind of arrangement is how they deal with insecurity, how they deal with jealousy. Because uh, for most people, the reason uh, polygamy uh, may fail is because they are unable to deal with this insecurity, jealousy, and feeling like they are not equal uh, in a relationship. So I'll, 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 I'll assume that perhaps uh, in circumstances where it works well is people who have a certain maturity or a certain understanding that they are able to deal with insecurities 
or they don't have them at all, or perhaps they are, uh, maybe the jealousy in them uh, is not existent, or maybe they look at the bigger picture. Uh, for instance, when we look at the pros and cons later, you will look at uh, in circumstances where another woman who might perhaps be an older woman might actually find a relief in having in, in her man having a younger wife who maybe is going to take over certain other responsibilities and kind of relieve her of these other duties that might be expected of her, which might then benefit her in that she gets time to rest and maybe the man is not just to be going to be on her case all the time. Oh my goodness. And how we like assuming that the women need to rest. On the other hand, you could find that this one woman wants to have two male partners and uh, it's because the one can't satisfy all the needs. Could that not be an instance? Yeah, which is why then there's also this polyandry uh, because then where a woman also might find that uh, one man is unable to satisfy them, uh, perhaps uh, and we are living in, uh, in a, a, a whatever progressive society where actually these things are, are not illegal, so to speak. And they might be seen or looked at as a, a perhaps unethical, or maybe they make us to frown at people and all that. But, but they are not illegal, particularly in South Africa. Maybe there will be other countries where even polygamy might be illegal or might be even be criminalized. But uh, we live in a, a unique society where these things are not illegal and are not criminalized. It's just the, the society, the way they look at it. So which means even the women, I uh, will actually argue that they are free to do so if they feel that uh, maybe one man doesn't satisfy them. And again, we're not promoting anything here to say we're promoting this over the other. We're just looking at a uh, whole uh, choice issue to say uh, up to to what extent can you exercise your freedom to choose and freedom of choice, which from the human rights perspective is all that we, we have fought for and desire perhaps for our lives. A-teamers, we are talking about polygamy, polyandry, polyamory, and there's so many of these polys. And uh, we, I, I want to find out, are you in a, a polygamous relationship or are you considering going into a polygamous relationship? Um, is, is it something that you have uh, toyed about? Because I know I, I think about these things and I ask myself, would my, would my, would my abilities emotionally, as doctors put it, allow me to share a partner or would I be open to be part of a, you know, the third leg in this tripod, <laughs> you know, and these are the things we think about. So ATMS, let me know if you would consider, or you already are in a relationship of this nature and how is it working? The number to dial is 891 or you can call 614 Hi Patricia and your dog. Is that thing of of uh, people with oh, people who don't want to marry any person but with uh, but dates a lot of people uh, something that is happening comes out because that's more kind of my thing. I would want that man. Yeah, existence people must holler at us. Oh my 
my goodness, I'm laughing. People must holler at you. Well, people are doing it undercover, aren't they, Doc? I mean, there's a lot of people who have multiple partners undercover, and it's not always in the open and consensual with all partners. Are you talking about the pimps? (laughs) 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 So, again, uh, Patricia, if you... Yeah, I, that's why I was saying that uh, we we like to uh, to talk about these things, but also to uh, throw in the 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 law or legal aspect. Uh, and in South Africa, for instance, even marriage, uh, as the caller has uh, said, is actually not compulsory. Uh, people marry for different reasons, uh, whatever security they want in their lives. Uh, uh, Others marry because they are tired that of whatever that they have been doing. Maybe they think that it's time that they uh, throw in the towel. So marriage is not compulsory. So for anybody also that chooses to say for for them, the path is the polyamory. And uh, that's what uh, tickles their fancy. Uh, it's also not illegal or criminalized in South Africa. Uh, and I mean, I, I, we wouldn't force anybody to get into any setting because even for some people, they actually will think that even a marriage uh, for them, they wouldn't find it as natural uh, as uh, being not married because uh, for some of them, they might find that it's actually an, uh, just another form of tying them down if they want to be free as a bed. And again, I mean, we're talking about 7 billion people in the world to say, do you really tell people how to live their lives or are they free to, to live the way they want to? But you know, the, the unofficial makwapeni, that side dish uh, that is unofficial, sometimes there are four or five side dishes. Um, and and, and that, I think that's the thing that perhaps is common. But what's not common is for people to actually say, listen, I am Patricia and I would like to have uh, you, uh, Dr. Nguanyana, as a partner because I'm attracted to you. And I also want to have Benzito as a partner because I'm attracted to him. And I also want to have Phineas as a partner because I'm attracted to him. And perhaps I want to have Zolega as a partner because I'm attracted to her. That, and, and make sure that everyone is aware. That's one thing that I don't, I've never heard of it being common, but we don't want to get married. We just want to be together and have this partnership. And that forms part of the poly. But it's not common. What's common is the makwapeni. We are lying to each other. Yeah, so uh, that's why then uh, most people actually think that the more the traditional men uh, who are perhaps open about this uh, are more preferred and they are quite open about uh, polygamy and polyamory. Uh, even though they might uh, project it as a cultural thing. But uh, again, that's a way you see it more common. But we live in a, what we call nowadays a civil society, So, which means the expectation is that uh, we should be in a, a monogamous relationship. And uh, now these companies, uh, uh, the side people that are there, then they get uh, hidden or suppressed because if being known, then people are subjected to either being charged or being labeled and all that. So, and again, there might be many reasons why, but uh, it is common or it is possible that it might just be because people don't know how to deal with it and they are not open enough 
to their spouses or, or partners to say, I actually prefer to have more than one partner because that's where the conversations need to start. But again, it could be because if you were to stay to that, to say that's what you prefer, maybe nobody is going to actually stay for that. So you almost have to make that calculation to say, is your partner willing to uh, stay with you when you say you actually want to have more than one person? Or then if you think they're going to refuse, then perhaps that's what you prefer, then you end up hiding the other people. So it's a whole complex of uh, circumstances that make people to even make these macopenies to be there forever, but actually not bring them into the into the fore and to make them to be an official part of the arrangement uh, as it will be. And this will start causing the issues of uh, promiscuity and divorces and because there's no honesty. Let's be honest with each other in our relationships because there's also an element of danger in not being honest. But that's not what we are talking about. We are not judging. I just want to know if you as an A-teamer would consider going into an open relationship, uh, something like an entanglement (laughs) that some of the celebrities got themselves into that is arranged and known. Let's go to some of our A-teamers. Patricia Chikoye, how does this thing go with your background? Let's say your family members, you, my mom, my, my father, they come from families where they are many wives in one husband. So even me, when I try just to, I mean, sometimes I don't think of it, but once I try, I get someone who's interested so much so i find it hard to break that person is hard so what can i do to not fall in that trap thank you dr Nguanyan, he doesn't want to fall into the trap of polygamy if i'm understanding him correctly so what can chico do oh well i i i would say that if he doesn't want to fall into that trap he perhaps shouldn't do it because, uh, again, uh, as I was saying earlier, that uh, it's important what he's saying that uh, the uh, socialization, which means your upbringing, your own family circumstances and all that. Uh, and again, uh, there are a lot of problems that are brought in by the polygamous relationships uh, in terms of uh, also perpetuating gender inequality, jealousy amongst uh, maybe wives or also a lot of conflicts, uh, a lot of people feeling neglected, uh, maybe favoritism amongst one and not the other, and even the, the violence and abuse. So we cannot obviously neglect the ill that come with it. Uh, and again, we don't want to generalize uh, as uh, they also are perhaps benefits for people that maybe are uh, are the advocates for it. So uh, if somebody like the caller is uh, uncomfortable with that, I mean, why should they do it? So I will also suggest that they avoid it completely if they are unable to handle it and they don't know how to deal with it. Because this is not something that we are as such encouraging, but we're just looking at the aspects of it to say, how does it differ one, how does one differ from the other, rather than to say people should uh, get involved in it as such. So 
person that doesn't feel comfortable with it uh, as such shouldn't do it. Let me give you the number to call a team as it seems our 0891 number is uh, giving issues because a couple of people are sending me messages here. The alternative number to dial is 011-714-4045. We are talking polygamy with Dr. Taban Nkwanyana. Now, you know, a doctor, there's a friend of mine, a male friend, who said to me, you know, Patricia, I'd really, really um, consider going into a polygamous um, marriage. Obviously, him and probably two or three or four wives, whatever it was that he was thinking. But he said, ah, my tax bracket, you know, I'd need to be in a higher tax bracket. Why is polygamy associated with finances, especially from the man's side? Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, it will also depend in terms of uh uh, the purpose of it, uh, you could be uh, involved with uh, one, two, three, four, five, and again, perhaps an unlimited number. And, uh, and we, if we draw draw it again back to the culture, our culture, which is a patriarchal uh, kind of a society, uh, we have a lot of women that perhaps are unemployed and are dependent on men. So, which means. Uh, in, in in more often uh, it will be that a man is expected to provide for those women. So you can imagine then if somebody were to provide for more than one person, uh, three, four, five, which means it will require a lot of resources. And with that, uh, there also uh, usually a lot of children that are involved because if you're going to have four or five women, and uh, and you are perhaps big on balancing issues because obviously most of the time when you're in a polygamous relationship, you almost have to strike this balance, which means if you get two children on the other side, you must also get two children on the other side and two children on the other side, which means if you've got three women and you've got uh, two children with one, then it means you must have six, uh, just for argument's sake. Because if you get one with another and three with the other, then it becomes unbalanced and the other one thinks they are more uh, less favored than the other. So it becomes a, 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 a issue that requires a lot of resources in that you first have to provide for the wife and you also have to provide for, for the children. And again, we're just using the term wives uh, loosely. It could be the other way around, although we're looking at what is common, but uh, it requires a lot of resources. And part of it, again, because uh, you you either can be able to accommodate them under the one uh, household, which means you, you, you share the houses and all that, but in other circumstances, you actually have to build them separate houses uh, because you also just don't want uh, maybe this conflict that can develop, which means then uh, an ordinary person would have a one home but a person in a polygamous relationship or marriage will then have three homes or four homes or five homes, depending on the number of uh, uh, partners or wives or uh, uh, spouses that they have. Let's go to the line. We've got Felicity holding. Felicity, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Patricia. Good evening, Dogotela. How are you? We are good wonderful. Evening. Good evening. Well, well, thank you. Hey, you know, I agree with what you were saying about Dogotela's voice, Patricia. Yes. Yay, I'm telling you. Yeah. All the girls cry. Don't you want to be polygamous <laughs> with me? I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> there, 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 there's a proposal, Doctor. 
I'm joking. Look, would I be in a polygamous marriage? I don't know, Patricia. That thing, that thing requires strength. See, not just physical strength, but spiritual, emotional strength. And I don't think I could. Whether it's the first wife, the second, the third, or the fifth. But then I understand the whole concept. It sounds good. It, it, the intention behind it was good. But we, we ruin our things, guys. We ruin these things that were set up to keep us in check. For example, I don't understand why King Mswati's got 14, 15. How many wives does he have? But I don't understand why he's got so many wives. And yes, he's a king, but there are other people coming after him. They will marry wives and they will, you know, enlarge the family. But now, doctor, here's another thing. We've got this thing called umgenandlin or siandu. So should you die, then your brother is going to assume the responsibility of the caregiver for both me and and our children. Now, you find that your brother also has a wife, but now your brother has to marry me as well. How How do we go about that? How do families talk about that? And also, I think another thing that makes people feel like polygamy is outdated and so on is because we don't do things right. And... And there's a question that we have to ask. You can't. But Felicity, don't these women work? I mean, this, in, in this day and work, age, yes. why would we put, we, we, don't, we want to move away from patriarchy, but we are the ones who are also expecting these men to be the sole providers. No, we are moving away from patriarchy, but then I don't want to be the sole provider. We could go half-half. We are co-providers, all five Patricia, wives and this one man. We, could, we can go half-half. Mm-hmm. So it's Patricia Felicity Zolega married to Benzito. So Benzito is going to go half-half with you, with me, and with Zolega. Does Benzito have enough to go half-half with three households? <laughs> That's what wow. I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Yes, we've got our own mind, we've got our own things and all of that. But you can have five wives and each of those five wives is taking care of themselves and taking care of your children. Uh-uh. I hear you, Felicity. Doc, uh, let's respond. Thank you very much, Felicity. Okay. Uh, so, uh, briefly, uh, I, I think I said it earlier that uh, you could have uh, a certain... Uh, uh, maybe small countries like Switzerland. So Switzerland is a small country. So this could just be a mission to say maybe the reason there's a more polygamous relationships in Switzerland maybe is to increase population and to dominate and to you know to increase the number of people in there. But again, I wouldn't know uh, his uh, his uh, uh, basic reasons as why he will be doing that. And then on the other aspects uh, of about uh, brothers and maybe dying and then taking care of uh, uh, the wives, the maybe younger or older brother. Again, this is a circumstance or a situation where it was quite protective so that uh, if a, a woman gets widowed, then they are perhaps uh, not left with no husband. Uh, as we already know that husbands are scarce, men are scarce. And uh, so in this instance, also, if you are widowed and then you're expected to still have uh, another boyfriend or husband, 
it becomes very difficult. So I think the culture was kind of protective in that uh, uh, somebody in the family will assume that responsibility. So I don't think that should uh, perhaps be seen as a, a, a purely bad thing because I think at the end of it all, maybe this loneliness that people are exposed to nowadays maybe was avoided or maybe there was a target to say nobody should die alone, nobody should be without anybody. And uh, even in a circumstance where men are scarce to say everybody should at least be able to still share, should still have somebody taking care of them because it will be highly like, and it's common now that uh, if you are widowed at say age of 40 or 45, you actually may not find another husband for the rest of your life, which would be very sad. Well, let's go to Anonymous, who's holding patiently. Anonymous, uh, good evening. Good evening, Atima. Uh, good evening. Okay, please speak a bit louder. We can't hear you. And switch off your radio, Anonymous. Okay. Uh I'm from Bolivia. Uh, okay. Yeah, you see, I, I'll tell you why people uh, why people used to marry many many women. In Bolivia, you have the culture is uh, if you marry one woman, then you're going you'll only get one field uh, field of millions. You see. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you marry two women, you got two. If you marry three, you got three. You see. And uh, if you want to have many houses. Without women, you can't get them. They give you plots uh, according to your according to your wives. That's why we that's why we marry many women because you got now you got now more land than than the one who's got only one wife. Ah, okay. So yeah. it's 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 a wealth acquisition. That's right. Mm, very interesting. Now, if the roles were switched and the woman wanted to have more than one husband, would that be permissible? Uh, I'm, I'm asking should... anonymous. I'm asking the anonymous in this culture. Oh. Would it be permissible, anonymous? Okay, I think we've lost. I can't hear you, anonymous. Uh, no, we don't. We don't agree to that one. You don't agree to that one. Okay, thank you very much. All right, let's take Tolana before uh, we go back to Dr. Nkwanyana. Tolana, good evening. How are you, Aitima? Good evening, this is Mantemba, and how are you, Doctor? Yeah, good evening. Uh, Doctor, I wish you can lend me your voice for, for a couple of days. There's a lot of things that I can do, and there's a lot of work that I can acquire. Ah, Tolana, you are a boss. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mantemba, you know when Tolana... Uh, said something in relation to the issue of uh, satisfaction. Uh, I know many people will think of satisfaction as in like sexual satisfaction. Uh, in my case, Mampemba, I'm in a situation whereby I've paid Lobola for one, uh, for a lady. If it wasn't for COVID, we would have been married by now, seeing how things are going. And on the other side, I'm having this lady that I've dated for the past three years. Uh, in these past three years, what I've learned is that uh, on the one that I've paid the Lobola, which is uh, in current terms or terms that are generally used, which is UMEM, 
uh, there's a lot of things of pictures that I don't get, and uh, most of those are critical to my own growth. For example, the one that uh, that has been having an entanglement, if one may put it like that, there's a lot of things that uh, she contributes in my life. Uh, there's a lot of gains financially, emotionally, and stuff. Uh, because this one that I have, the one that I'm having an entanglement with, whenever I have a problem, she has a solution. Uh, in, a, in a sense that we have a business that we're running together. And she's okay with the idea of being a second wife. Uh, she's happy with what we're having. We think very well. Uh, I introduced the idea of the fact that, you know what, I can't keep on living like this. I think it was last year. So she was like, no, she's okay with it. She understands I'm the person that she wants to be with. We get along very well, so she wouldn't mind. Uh, when I introduced the idea uh, to, to the first one, she didn't want to budge into my idea or to this idea that I'm trying to come up with. At first, I thought maybe it was the manner in which I had uh, addressed the issue. Uh, I tried to involve the elders. She rejected uh, the, the idea in a sense that uh, she was in a point of saying, you know what, uh, I can even let everything go. So having been raised by a single parent, which is my father, I didn't want a situation whereby my kids, my twin boys and a girl, find themselves in a situation of by, uh, being raised by a single or one parent, not necessarily a single parent, but uh, one parent. So I'm now living a double life whereby on this other hand, I have the main one that uh, I'm pushing the level and everything things out and I'm having this one that I'm having on, on, on another side, which she understand the situation that I'm in. Uh, she even understand the kind the arrangement that we have in, in the sense that whenever I want to visit her, I have to say, because she understand that my nature of work uh, requires a lot of traveling. I pose or propose to be a person who's traveling. As a result, now I'm just parking on the side of the road to share this experience because now I'm on route going back home, uh, which I had left as a person who was going to work. So, uh, because she doesn't understand what I'm introducing, not that I want her to understand by force, but I'm saying by not understanding or by not welcoming in, in something that I believe in, I end up living double life. And it, it is training financially and emotionally because now uh, I end up having to, you know, to travel uh, outside, uh, what you call, it's a really lens so that I can spend time with someone who understands me, someone who contributes uh, whenever I have uh, frustration, who provides solutions, you know. So sometimes polygamy is not necessary about sexual, uh, what you call, uh, lack in the other part. Sometimes even the attitude, uh, you know, as I'm saying, this person always has solution. Sometimes she doesn't even have solution, but she'll be listening. And she'll be like, did you try another plan? Did you try to consult? You know, that, it, it, it really now pushes me to be more focused on her, but not also trying to run away from the fact that I committed myself to somebody else. It's a very difficult position that you find yourself in, Kolani. But now, your 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 side lady is aware of your ma'am, as you call her. But your ma'am is not aware of the side lady, but you guys do business together. 
Yes, yes. She, the, the, the main, she does, she's not aware of the site, but the site is aware of, uh, of, of the main. Like now I'm going back, it's my son's birthday tomorrow. The, the site bought everything for the kids. Like, you know what? So tomorrow I'll be like, I bought, which is a situation that I, I don't want to find myself in. But you know what? It's a situation that I'm in. The site is aware of the main. The main is not aware of the site. And I've been in a relationship with the site for the past three years. I think in March next year, it's four years. Hey, this is an entanglement. Um, so it's, it's more like what the first caller said. Uh, the first caller said something about uh, polygamies which are not uh, like uh, uh, official, but they are there. Mm, yeah, no, they they definitely are there. When uh, your situation is sticky, you've got a makwapeni and a straight wife and you are in trouble. Doc, how can Kodane help himself in this situation? His wife is not having it. Um, he, the wife is not interested in uh, polygamy, but the side lady is interested, you know, and Kodane finds himself in love with both women for two different reasons. How can he help himself here? Well, uh, uh, the situation is quite common. I, and I also do re- recognize Tulani from our previous conversations, and uh, we do appreciate his contribution always. Uh, I actually can only just wish him luck in, in trying to negotiate, because obviously there's a woman that is in the throne, and uh, he is trying to dethrone her in that uh, she's now going to feel that she has to compete for her man and that she has to share resources for her men, which is uh, perhaps different from somebody who is coming in, so which is going to be maybe the side person who has her eye on what she is coming in to share versus uh, the woman that is already feeling that she's in the throne. So it's a complex issue. And again, uh, I can only wish him luck because these things are not are not as easy as we talk about them right now. And again, uh, we are living in a civilized society. and We're living in a world where uh, now things are looked differently from the past. So I don't think there's an easy answer, but uh, I think he needs to be true to himself. He needs to understand what he, he wants and he needs to be honest with himself and try and follow his heart because uh, the main thing or what will be said is for him to live a lie and maybe lose out on his life for the rest of his life. Mm. So he really has to be honest with himself. And uh, uh, sometimes uh, being honest with yourself may lead to certain losses in life, but uh, he has to weigh that to say, would you lose all you have because you want to be true to yourself? Or would you then maybe suppress your own feelings for the sake of peace and happiness? Or I don't even know if it will be true happiness, but he he has a big predicament uh, and that he's facing. It is a very sad one because you you heard him. He says he's consulted with family. They've tried to have a meeting. But uh, number one is saying, no, thank you. I did not sign up for this. As we close off. And, 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 yeah. and in law, just in Patricia as well, because we do have customary law. Yeah. And if you do want to marry a second wife or so, you still need to have the permission of the first wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that also must be quite clear to say you cannot actually override them unless you decide to divorce them.
Sure. And, you know, we've also got uh, the, the rising of um, uh, polygamous marriages and relationships within the LGBTQI how, how, community. How, how do these work? Just briefly, I know we're out of time. Yeah, again, uh, that's why I'm saying we live in, in a South African setting, really, the marriages are not prescribed in terms of uh, who you can marry. And uh, I'm sure you've seen you can even marry a man and a woman. Uh, it's, uh, it's a free society. So it's really just your preference as to what you want. And again, it's uh, you and your culture and your society and your family, if they allow it, and if they have no problem with that, you can actually be marrying anybody uh, uh, racially different from you, uh, gender same, gender different from you, culturally and everything. Uh, we are in a free society where you actually are permitted to marry anybody as long as they're of the consenting age and they are a legal person. So in, uh, in our society, it's different as opposed to perhaps in other societies where uh, homosexuality is illegal, for instance, even marrying a more than one wife is illegal, for instance. So in our society, it's quite different. Dr. Nguanyana, thank you so very much. And it's unfortunate that we have to close off uh, at this time, but we really, really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Have a good morning. Uh, you too. Joe in Cape Town says, I was born in polygamy. I will not advise it. It is an organized mess. Many suffer a lot of infighting. This one, uh, and this is one of the many reasons that uh, Africans inherit poverty. And uh, yeah. That's uh, the time that we have. We've spent three minutes over of our time. But let me assure you that uh, we will be back. It's already Thursday. We're back at uh, 10 p.m. until midnight. And uh, But between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m., tune in. It's going to be Sound Awake with uh, the legendary Mandla Shong. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.